This month, the world's biggest aviation expo returned to Le Bourget Airfield north of Paris. Celebrating its 50th anniversary, the crowds at the Paris Air Show attested to the generally buoyant industry mood. Even a steady procession of thunderstorms couldn't keep them off the tarmac for long. This was, however, a show about incremental advances more than breakthrough aircraft orders or revolutionary new flying machines. For companies like Boeing, Airbus, Bombardier, and Embraer, this year's expo was about showing customers positive momentum rather than pulling out any real showstoppers. The primary message seemed to be one of steady, forward-looking confidence. When confidence is up, then uh, companies will spend on air shows. And I think what we're seeing here at this Paris Air Show is a lot of activity uh, on that front. The markets for airliners in the emerging parts of the world are really opening up in places like Mexico, in places like Indonesia, uh, in places like Africa. Uh, we've got new markets there for the, for the manufacturers. That's really feeding through into confidence in the aerospace industry. The show came at a moment when two particularly important new aircraft programs were just getting airborne. The A350, Airbus's brand new twin-aisle jet designed to compete with Boeing's 787 and 777, just had its maiden flight the week prior. It will be a critical piece of the future commercial product line at Airbus. So as orders rolled in, it was very much on the minds of attendees despite not being ready for the static display. Then there was the Bombardier C-Series, the all-new, much-awaited single-aisle aircraft from the Canadian manufacturer which promises significant gains in efficiency and operational flexibility. That aircraft was due to have its first flight any day, and many in the industry will be watching closely when it finally takes to the sky. It is an exciting airshow because we're getting a lot of questions on, you know, what is Bombardier going to do next on the C-Series, when do you fly? And, and we can actually show uh, the people the progress that we're, we are there, you know, it's a matter of days. We're not talking about PowerPoint presentations, we're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, ideas, we're talking about concrete aircraft that is taking to the air in the coming days. Sharing space at the Bombardier stand was a brand new Dash 8 Q400 for Air Baltic, the Riga-based carrier that's doing a lot to get noticed and build an image that belies its small size. The C-Series will be an important part of Air Baltic's fleet in the near future, but in the meantime, it's making good use of its Q400s, certifying them for use with a next-generation air traffic control system for better efficiency through improved flight trajectories. The carrier came to Paris to spread the message that it's doing things differently. It's a very fresh uh, approach to, uh, to what airlines do. Uh, of course, we have the fundamentals of uh, safety and customer service, but we like to do things also with a charm, with our special you know, Baltic approach. Elsewhere, Embraer announced its E2 aircraft line, essentially a refresh of its existing regional jets, offering added efficiency and capacity. British Airways, which is overdue for some new long-haul aircraft, was prominent because the biggest thing around was painted in its colors. The airline's first A380, due to be delivered within weeks. Gulfstream brought its largest variant and flagship business jet, the G650, and Sukhoi celebrated delivery of its fledgling commercial aircraft, the Superjet 100, to Mexico's Interjet, its first Western customer. Swiss manufacturer Pilatus brought a cabin mock-up of their PC-24 jet, which launched earlier this year and shows much promise, including the ability to operate out of unpaved runways. On the defense side, it was clear that drones are big business. Even Italian firm Piaggio had one to unveil in the Hammerhead, an unmanned version of their distinctive Avanti turboprop. Boeing, eager to promote its 787, now that it's back in the air after a worldwide grounding due to battery issues, launched its latest variant in the 787-10 and provided further details on upcoming 777 refresh, the 777X. 
For Boeing, the message was mainly about what's coming up in the next few years as they prepare a number of new aircraft programs for flight. We're working hard on bringing this 737 MAX to the market in 2017. We are just in the process of completing our very first 787-9 that are planes in final assembly. And then, of course, we'll begin work on our 787-10. We're looking at the next step on the 777, and I think that the 777X gets closer and closer to launch as we move into the future. Its chief competitor, Airbus, was bullish as well, citing growth in emerging markets as a major contributor to a rosy outlook for aircraft orders. Our order intakes uh, continue to be very good. We've got a very large backlog of orders, which will see us through the next five or six years quite clearly. And that comes from the growth markets. It comes particularly from what happens in Asia. Those are really the areas that are, are giving huge boost to, to, to our business. And that's true, I think, for everyone. We're opening up air travel uh, to a, a much bigger population. That raised the question whether it's still relevant to hold the largest air show in the world in Western Europe, far from the dramatic growth happening in other parts of the world. But this is a show with history and real recognition, and it's apparently as popular as ever. Looking at this year's turnout, the acres of packed chalets, the tarmac full of aircraft, it seems that if you're involved in aerospace, the Paris Air Show remains very much the place to be. For Monocle in Paris, I'm Gabriel Lee.